Why do we work hard to solve small problems? Why do we reinvent ourselves and our clients over and over? And why are we giving away marketing strategy for free? It's time to bring home bigger paychecks. It's time to create the lifestyle we deserve and to make a greater impact. This is the Fractional CMO Show, and I'm Casey Stanton. Join me as we explore this growing industry and learn to solve bigger problems. Hey, it's Casey, and welcome back to another episode of the Fractional CMO Show. In this episode, I want to talk to you about how to steal jewelry. <laughs> okay, so I read this um, like a, a post online about a guy who was a jewelry thief, and his name was Bill Mason. He was born in 1940, and he's had a couple uh, episodes of some TV shows about him, um, such as uh, Confessions of a Master Jewelry Thief in 2010. And why I bring up Bill Mason is that he stole $35 million of property from the private residences and hotel rooms of people, uh, some of those people being famous. Born in 1940, he's been around for a while, and the thing that caught my attention about Bill was uh, this idea that when he went to steal something, he first kind of looked at how, how would you just generally steal it? If it, was a, um, if it was in a locked room, he would, you know, assess the lock and the door hinges and the, um, the, the material that the door was made out of. Maybe there was a window next to the door and the door was locked, but the window was unlocked and, you know, he could consider going in through the window, things like that. But then he had this shift and the shift for him was in realizing that if he just had like a $10 drywall knife, he could make his own hallways. He could cut his way into rooms. Now, you might be thinking like, why am I sharing this with you? Because I think it's a fascinating mental model. We often live in this world as marketers or as CMOs or CMOs of multiple companies, right? Fractional CMOs, where we're trying to come up with a solution. And what we tend to do is look at the typical solutions that exist. And we try to figure out which typical solution is right. What kind of scalable solution we should do. What makes the most sense long term for the business. And I want to offer that one of the ways that you can be deadly effective as a fractional CMO is to not learn how to pick a lock, right, or break down a door, but it's instead how to use a cheap drywall knife to create your own hallway. So let's apply this to a business. What do I mean by this? I mean, when we approach a business to solve a problem, we first need to figure out what problem we're solving. And the ethos of a fractional CMO is to solve bigger problems. So what is the biggest problem to solve? In many businesses, it's the acquisition of customers or increasing the lifetime value of the customer, increasing the transaction size or the transaction frequency, like those kinds of things. So you have to figure out what you're solving for, identify that first, and then figure out how to go do it. I think back to the Dan Kennedy uh, kind of training uh, that I picked up years ago. Some of the first stuff I, I learned in marketing, I learned from Dan Kennedy. And he had this approach where he said that uh, the most trusted person is a nurse. Like people just trust nurses. They don't trust doctors like they trust nurses. People just trust nurses. They just have a high level of, of societal trust. Like a nurse isn't going to steer you wrong. So he had a client that was selling like a medical device or something like that. And he had that, um, uh, he had a marketing piece written by a nurse. He hired a nurse and had it written by the nurse. And then he was able to leverage that 
Like that's an interesting way to like build credibility for a business that didn't previously have it and kind of create a new hallway with which to walk through. I think of other businesses that do things that aren't scalable. So the idea of something scalable is, oh, we should go with ads. We should build an ad campaign because we know that we can scale a Facebook ad campaign to 10 or 20 or $30,000 a month profitably. So they want to start with that. But what they didn't think about first was cold outreach or relationships with a few people um, who could introduce them to a bunch of their target market. When you step into a business as the CMO, your job is not to come up with marketing campaigns that are going to last forever and be um, super robust. Because oftentimes those campaigns have a lot of waste to get started. Think about any great ad campaign. It didn't start um, successful. Odds are. Maybe it was break even at the start, you know, if they were lucky. But most ad campaigns that are currently successful, there's a lot of wasted money. You want to grow to an ad campaign where you're spending $10,000 a day, you're going to probably burn $100,000 or more before you have a real sense if that campaign is um, scalable, profitable, uh, all the things that it needs to be. There's just a lot of work there. So where can you start? Where can you be savvy? Where can you be cunning? Where can you be inventive? Where can you find shortcuts that can bring in profitability for your clients instead of doing the traditional thing that everyone does? I think that's what sets our fractional CMOs apart from like kind of the rest of the world, the rest of the market, the rest of the CMOs and marketers generally. You look back at um, Airbnb. They had a growth hack. They didn't say, you know what we're going to do is we're going to run Facebook ad campaigns. They probably you know, were too early for that. They were before Facebook was really ubiquitous. They didn't run Google ad campaigns, though. Not really. They identified that at Airbnb, they had a two-sided market, right? They, well, they wanted to generate a two-sided market. One side was the properties, and the second side was the people who wanted the properties you know, to rent for short-term rentals. And what they realized was they could get the properties, but they had a hard time getting the people. So what did they do? Well, they had this beautiful hack to go on Craigslist and just post their properties on Craigslist. Now, it turns out that that was reasonably scalable, though Craigslist was kind of in control of Airbnb's business to get started, meaning that Airbnb was so reliant on the single source of traffic coming from Craigslist that if Craigslist changed their terms of service or blocked Airbnbs or short-term rentals or whatever, Airbnb would have suffered. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. And also, it jettisoned Airbnb to a level of success much faster than they could have done uh, any other way. So the traditional marketer would say, oh, you have a short-term rental business? Interesting. Let's run paid advertising, maybe do some SEO, and let's do some PR, right? That's going in through the front door. That's like learning how to run ads better than your competition. There is nothing there that is defensively unique. You're not getting the upper hand. You're just trying to outmuscle someone who might have been in the game longer than you who already has a you know, well-built ad campaign. You have to have something that changes the math. So if you're going to go through the front door, right, if you're going to go through that um, padlocked door uh, the traditional way, you have to do it either with having something that's unique to you, like maybe more money um, so you can outspend people, or maybe you have you know, better conversion rate optimization and you can uh, optimize better than what other uh, people bidding on the same keywords are doing. You can have maybe a higher end um, uh, offer so that you can have more profitability. Like there's some ways that you can go through the front door that can still be useful, 
But man, I think it's way more exciting and, and inventive and uh, value creating to find that side door, to find that $10 drywall knife and carve a hole in the wall so you can walk in that way. So my question to you, as you think of the clients that you serve as a CMO or as a you know, marketing director or as a VP marketing or uh, as a fractional CMO, the question is, what problem are you solving first, right? Take a deep breath and think, what problem am I solving for this client? What is the thing for the client that if I solve will make the biggest difference? And I'll tell you, it's probably around revenue or customer generation or um, you know, lifetime value, that kind of thing. So once you figure that out, what are the ways that you can get it the traditional way? What would the traditional marketer do? And then I want you to get creative. And I don't know where you get creative, right? I get creative washing dishes. I've said that many times before. I love washing dishes because I let my mind wander. You know, the, the more messy the kitchen, the better it is for my brain. I can just kind of chill out, get in my flow state, and just let my mind wander. And I just take a problem like this, and I just kind of think of it and try to find what would be an interesting way to solve this problem. And the answers... Like there's so many possible answers and it's better to write them all down because what is potentially a, you know, a bad idea, it's actually maybe the foundation of a great idea or an inventive idea. I have a mentor and he said to me, Casey, do not start with scalable solutions. Start with things that work and then see if you can scale them. It's such a simple thing, but I would get so lost on kind of creating the future for the client that was multiple quarters down the line instead of solving the problem directly in front of me. And this is, this is like a, a, a duality that you face as a CMO, which is, do you solve today's problem or do you work to solve you know, the problem that's going to happen in a few months? Uh, an example of that is SEO. Like it's kind of hard to run an SEO campaign today and have it influence the business tomorrow. Right? I mean, how long is it going to take even Google to crawl the website and see the updated changes? It will take a while. And also, SEO makes a lot of sense. So when should you start building SEO uh, campaigns out for your client? And the answer is, you know, probably sooner than later. Um, so you, you're faced with this duality. But SEO, is that a scalable campaign? Maybe it is, maybe it's not for your business. Maybe there's just a few um, concentrated keywords that if you rank for, you're kind of done and you can't do more with SEO unless you go super top of funnel and, and, and you're getting kind of ancillary keywords that may or may not drive relevant traffic. So SEO may not be all that scalable. So it could be a campaign for you to focus on now or later, but you really have to just make this decision for yourself. What is the right thing to focus on for my client that solves the biggest problem? And then what are ways that I can solve it? How do you do it? I want you to become a, um, like a collector of novelty, a collector of new ideas, of new ways to do things. So what that could look like is you're, you're looking at marketing campaigns and you're kind of writing down maybe not what's being said, but, but the way things are being offered. That becomes interesting for you. Um, you. You look at someone's offer and you say, like, it's the content of the offer. Sure, that might be interesting, but really it's the way that the offer is presented. So for example, how does Apple price their iPads in a very interesting way. They price their iPads, you know, uh, at, at multiple levels for their different uh, models. So it's like a low, medium, high. And when you get up to like the medium or the high price of one model, that's actually the low price of the model the next level up. They've built this really beautiful stair step. Um, 
So maybe you kind of consider that. That becomes something that you kind of collect in your mind. You're looking for all of these different ways that marketing exists in the world, and then you just try to apply that to your client. And you apply it on a one-off way to see if it's going to work. And if it does, you're going to test it. And if that test proves successful, maybe you want to scale that at a later date. But you don't start off today saying, we can only do things that are scalable, right? We can only do things that are traditional. I think if you do that, you're going to find that success gets punted further and further down the line when those campaigns get built and finally scaled. And you can deliver success for your client faster today by finding these more inventive campaigns. If you ask your client, what relationships do they have with um, vendors that might have a mailing list? Or do they know someone that works at the company that is the producer of the, um, you know, the magazine or the website for the, the industry? Like that, that becomes a very interesting relationship that you can leverage on a one-off basis. Maybe you get a mailing list one time. Maybe you do a single email drop with them one time. Maybe you put a space ad on their website. Maybe you go to a conference and you get to be a gold sponsor there. Like you're looking for all of these different ways to solve the problem, again, that aren't scalable to get started because they're inventive and they can get you to a place of dominance faster. If Airbnb started by going through the front door like everyone else, we never would have heard of Airbnb. They would have been trying to optimize their paid ad campaign and struggled to have any relevance in the market. Instead, they were inventive and they found a great idea and they latched onto it and they wrote it for as long as they could, right? I, I think it's, it's pretty clear that Airbnb does not right now get all of their traffic from Craigslist, but they certainly started there. So where can you be like Bill Mason, the jewelry thief? Consider this almost as an alter ego. If you were going to do this and you weren't going to follow the rules, you're going to be ethical but you weren't going to follow the traditional rules that were laid out in the MBA course, right? In, in, the, in the Harvard CMO uh, training. If you weren't going to follow those and you were just going to come up with the shortest way from here to there, from where you currently are to the most important outcome, what are your ideas? What's possible? Find a, find a time to do this. Find a time to have this reflection. Think about it. Enroll others. Um, have a beer and think about it. Have a coffee and think about it. Go for a walk and think about it. Think about it when you're driving. Like Find the time when you can let your mind wander and look for new creative ways to solve this problem. And I think you'll find a level of success that will be asymmetric to the effort that you put into it. Running a paid ad campaign is tough. And on margins, it's tough, right? Like, what, what's your ROAS in the first seven days, the first 30 days, the first 90 days? Are you positive or negative? It's tough to run a business in, in, in a negative over 30 days, meaning I spend a dollar and I acquire a customer and I profit on that customer more than 30 days into the future. So I actually invest to bring that customer in. That's tough for a business because it requires a significant amount of cash flow. So where can you be inventive? Where can you, can you, can you come up with new ways to bring in value, and outcomes for your client that is atypical in the market. That's, that's your challenge. And if you want to get in a community of other people that are like having these regular questions and sharing what's working for them and sharing a new idea um, that could be directly applicable to your client uh, and also the same community of people who are like actually doing this thing, which is solving bigger problems for their clients, building a book of business of clients that pay them three to $15,000 a month each. We'd love to have you in the CMOX Accelerator. So just book a call with my team at cmox.co slash call. That's cmox.co slash call. And we'll chat with you then. All right, see ya. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information and episodes, visit our site at fractionalcmoshow.com. 
go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. It means a lot, at least to my mom. 